Welcome to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show, with the real estate conk, Michael Marinelli. Here I am, in the south of Rye, up to my waist, but just wasting time, I done drown my bait, I ain't got no more. Well, you probably wonder why don't just head on back to shore. I'm fishing on credit, living on love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys fishing show. This is Michael Marinelli, your host here for the uh, next couple of minutes to talk about fishing here in the Florida Keys. Uh, I'm with American Caribbean Real Estate, and I'm known as the Real Estate Conk down here. I've been practicing for quite a long time, and you know what? Uh, I'm... When it comes to fishing, I'm your average guy. Uh, I just happen to love fish. I've got a wife who loves to fish. And uh, we just have a great fun on the water. And what I did when I trying to put this show together is for folks like me, folks like you, who like to fish, might not be professional, uh, trying to always continue learning their game and figure out how to do what you got to do here in the Florida Keys. Because let me tell you, fishing in the Florida Keys is unlike anywhere else. Uh, I used to flush a lot up in Miami. Uh, off of Biscayne Bay, off of Cape Florida, if you know where that is. Uh, it gets deep very quickly, and it's a different type of fishery that we have running off there. Different types of bait, too, that you're going to find. Generally, they'll come back to your boat. I've also got friends up in the Palm Beach area that they do a lot of snook fishing. Their snook fishing is totally different down uh, down here when you get down here in the Florida Keys, the types of bait you're going to use, the type of tackle you're going to use. And we're going to be talking about that as our show progresses over the next couple of weeks. We're actually going to target what fish in particular you need to catch other fish and what kind of tackle you're going to need and everything that's going to be involved in chasing down that prized fish. But first, before we get there, I want to say a thank you to our awesome sponsors who helped make this show possible. Uh, first off, let me talk about Key Largo Marine Thrift. They're located right across the street from John Penny Camp State Park. And uh, let me tell you, they got everything you possibly need to get out on the water at bargain basement prices. So, you know, you can go to some of the big stores and pay a lot of money for stuff. Or you can go to Key Largo Marine Thrift and get merchandise that might be, I, I call it, gently seasoned. Uh, as opposed to used. When you think used, you're thinking of something that's kind of broken down. Let me tell you, this is where I get a lot of my stuff. Everything from fishing rods and uh, lures to even home accessories. My wife loves to shop there. There's always got something cool for the home. And boat parts. If you need propellers, they've got such a huge selection of propellers. uh, They'll surely have what you need, be it stainless or uh, aluminum. And they're ready to go. Justin, who is there, is so knowledgeable. And it's almost become a kind of a place to hang out. Uh, And you'll see all kinds of captains there. Really nice to share their information. So, again, Key Largo Marine Thrift, right across from John Pennycamp Star Park. Excuse me. Uh, Another great sponsor is Robert Klein of Prime Lending. As I mentioned, I'm a real estate state uh, agent here in the Florida Keys, and I can't tell you how many transactions I have thrown Robert's way, and not just because he's a sponsor, but because the guy knows how to get the job done. I've had some transactions that were very hard to close, uh, transactions that other lenders couldn't get done, and Robert and Prime Lending get the job 
done. You're going to hear the commercials in our show. So make sure to call our great sponsors. And I want to talk about another sponsor of the radio station. And this is cool. You should see what I have in my hand. I'm going to send a picture up uh, in a little while on my Facebook, which is uh, The Real Estate Conk uh, on Facebook. And this is Sailfish Brewing Company. And they have an awesome beer called Tag and Release. And let me tell you, it is so cool. And the artwork on it, uh, forget how great the beer tastes, uh, the artwork has this beautiful, beautiful uh, sailfish coming out of the water. Just the artwork on this is fantastic. It's a cool uh, Florida-based and brewed beer. And it's a wonderful sponsors. They're going to be a part of our station. So we welcome them to the family. And speaking of beer... I invite you when we do this show, which is um, in the weekday, come visit us because we do our show live here at Heartbreakers Brew House in Isla Mirada on Mile Marker 81 Oceanside. We have a great time, so come on and join us uh, as we get down to talking about fishing. So let's talk about fishing. Uh, great, great day on the water today. It is flat calm. It is one of those Chamber of Commerce days. So when you want to get out, if you have folks that don't want to get banged up um, and you're looking to get uh, out there and enjoy the keys and the fishery, this is a perfect one to take, uh, let's say, newbies out. Uh, the challenge is, as those of you know who fish quite a bit, is using the right tackle because when you do have those calm days and when you don't have a lot of current, you got to make sure you're not I would say overweighted sometimes, and also using the right line. It's imperative that your leader um, be fluorocarbon because when you're in that water, you cannot see it, nor can the fish. So you can use different types of line, be it monofilament or um, braid, but make sure you have a leader that is fluorocarbon. Now, on a calm day like this, you're probably going to use a little bit less weight because if you don't have a lot of current, you want that weight to get down at the bottom if you're fishing deeper in the water column versus being on top. And, uh, you know, fish like snapper, they're pretty smart fish. So if they're seeing you, a lot of times they're not going to bite. And that's what happens on clear days. So you want to make sure you're as stealthy as possible, be it in the ocean or back in the bay here, uh, that you have to kind of use a little bit more uh, uh, ninja tactics, so to speak. I personally like fishing when there's a little bit of a light to a moderate chop. I find it gives uh, a little bit more uh, camouflage to what we're doing. The fish don't seem to see you as much, and it gives a better opportunity. Now, when you're trolling, that's not so much an issue because you're kind of making your own uh, drift there, um, and and you're able to kind of throw your lures out and, and get out and find the fish that you're looking for. And let me tell you, the fish that are running right now when you are trolling, we're having a phenomenal tuna catch right now that they are biting on plugs they are biting on flies they're biting on just about anything so what you're basically going to do is get out uh, probably about 300 feet or greater look for the birds look for a lot of movement in the water and that'll start putting you on uh, on those tuna and again if you go a little bit further and you watch more birds you're probably going to run into the dolphin they're still out there they're not as prevalent as they have been as the season is changing we uh, if you're 
not in our area right now. We just had our major cold front. So people like me, um, when it gets to, I think it was down to 50, I had my parka on. I had my snowshoes on. <laughs> it was, it, it was, yeah, I, I have very, very thin blood. I've seen snow twice, and that was two times too many. But, you know, we got a lot of snowbirds, too, when it comes to the fish. So you've got a lot of the pelagics that are coming down, which uh, are, are fish that come down with the currents uh, that don't really have a steady home, like let's say a grouper who kind of stays in his own area. So we had a cold front that came through, and let me tell you, it produced a fantastic bite. Um, the mackerel really start showing up at this point. And there's a spot that I'm going to tell you later in the show, a little secret spot, that if you're fishing for mackerel, you will absolutely catch fish. And it's just a, my go-to spot for fishing for mackerel, which come in. Kingfish, uh, again, you, if you're in that 120 feet of water and you're putting uh, basically a, a bait down, something shiny, a spoon, uh, you're going to do pretty well about mid-water column and you're looking for those king mackerel. They're going to hit. You just got to make sure you've got wire at the end because they are toothy critters and they will bite you off uh, so that you also get kudas in that midwater uh, cycle as you're fishing so a lot of great stuff that's going around floating around that's out there and uh, my captains that we're going to talk a little bit later are, are giving us some great great reports and uh, some some cool tackle that's coming in that we're going to talk about as well so like I said, we got out on the water the other day, my wife and I, and it was, like I said, it was, it was kind of windy, really blowing, um, really choppy. So we stayed a little bit more inland. And the cool thing about the Florida Keys, if you look, you can always find someplace that's going to be a little calmer. The water might be a little murkied up, but, you know, you're going to have great, we like to do when it's a little bit windy like this, we like to get behind the mangroves. And that's where we went. We went to a spot that's called the Bogies, which is off of Key Largo, after the northern part of Key Largo, uh, just behind Barnes Sound, where if, uh, as a familiar, you folks have been coming down there, if you know where the Caribbean Club is or uh, Jimmy Johnson's Big Chill, that's Barnes Sound. Now, if you look across about three miles out, you're going to find some islands on the opposite side. Those islands are called the Bogies. And we did some great fishing in there. We were only about two or three feet of water where we were fishing. But let me tell you, the bite was on. We were catching a snapper going really great on live shrimp. And then what came in and started to hit great, wonderfully and that we caught a lot of were the Jack Crevals. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Jack Crevals. To me, one of my favorite fish to to catch because of the fight. These things are tough. They fish really well. And, man, when they see that boat, when they see that boat, they, um, they go crazy once they get towards that boat. So as far as fishing on them with light tackle, man, these guys run. And here's something I've learned. For many years when I was fishing for other fish, a lot of times I was catching Jack Creval as a bycatch, and we always thought them to be trash fish. So a couple years ago, if you watch TV, you watch the, cha uh, the Travel Channel, uh, Zimmern, what, oh, what's his name? Um, Andrew, Andrew Zimmern on Bizarre Foods. He did an episode down here in the Florida Keys, and he went out with my friend, Captain Matt Bellinger, and they were fishing, and they ended up catching uh, a Jack Creval, and Matt was going to say, okay, this is a trash fish I throw him back. And Andrew said, oh, not so fast. And he sh even... Captains down here, like Mac, always thought these would be trash fish. Well, there's a technique that if you do, you can have these fish, and they're absolutely delicious. 
the the key to doing it is when you bring them up, you need to bleed them immediately, which is cut them uh, just under the gills uh, and kind of bleed them out because you want to make sure as much blood comes out because that's why people said they didn't like them because they had this harsh flavor. That harsh flavor comes from the blood getting into their um, their muscle tone. You also want to make sure you get them on the ice and heavy-duty ice right away, a lot of ice, so you can really keep them super fresh. When I got home, the other thing to do is as I fillet them, I put them in some milk for about a half an hour. All these things start mellowing out the flavor of the jack, and then when we, uh, you know, we put them in the pan, brought them out, they were nice white fish. We cut out the bloodline, another key factor that runs down the center that gives it that bitter taste. So we did that, and we were catching jacks all over the place. We were catching seven, eight, nine, ten-pound jacks uh, right there in two feet of water. Right, uh, yeah, and you talk about rod bending, and, and my wife is only 4'10", but let me tell you, she put a hurtin' on those jack. I'm going to put a picture out a, a little later that uh, was, I think this one was like a six pound jack that she brought in. It was a lot of fun. Great fight. I mean, we're fishing, you know, with, with really light tackle here and uh, using live shrimp. We started using a little bit of mullet and um, don't really use a lot of ballyhoo back there. And we used some artificials, but Hey, you know, we're going to talk about some more fish. What I want to talk about in our next segment is we're going to talk my favorite fish grouper. So hang on. We're going to have uh, some of our uh, great sponsors talk to you and then we'll be back. You're listening to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show. Hey, folks, this is Michael Marinelli, your host of Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show. Hey, let me ask you, are you ready to join the club and become part of the best fishing and boating community in the United States? Are you ready to get your feet wet all year round? Buy your home in the Florida Keys? Hey, it's time to get hooked up with the best mortgage guy I know, Bob Klein at 561-866-5566. Bob has loan programs for all different types of homes. If you're looking for a home, condominium, or mobile home, Bob Klein is the one to call. So don't take the bait and get reeled in by other guys offering you high interest rates. Call Bob at 561-866-5566. It's his direct line. You'll speak with him personally, and with over 35 years of banking experience, Bob is definitely the captain of my mortgage boat. That's 561-866-5566. All loans subject to credit approval. Prime Lending, a Plains Capital Company, and MLS 13649. Hello, this is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your Real Estate Conk featured property. Today, spotlighting 126 Low Street in Historic Tavernier. This three-bedroom, two-bath, updated conch house is exactly what you envision when you think of a tropical Keysy oasis. Florida Keys vernacular architecture with updated finishes, including gleaming bamboo floors, granite countertops, climate control for every room, and impact windows and metal roof for incredible insurance discounts. Ideal for entertaining, phenomenal outdoor spaces include a huge screen in patio and custom-built covered outdoor bar with wood deck. Located in historic Tavernier with kayak access at the end of the street, this property is currently offered for $399,900. For more information on this property and other power buys, please contact me at 305-439-7730 and be sure to check out my real estate and lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. Largo Marine Thrift Store, mile marker 102, Bayside, Overseas Highway, Key Largo, Florida. We carry new and used boating and fishing gear at reasonable prices. Key Largo Marine Thrift, 
We also have one-of-a-kind nautical decor and Florida Keys finds. That's Key Largo Marine Thrift Store, mile marker 102 Bayside, Overseas Highway, Key Largo, Florida. Give us a call at 305-282-2935. We will ship. Looking for rods, reels, tackle, dive gear, and so much more at Key Largo Marine Thrift Store. Come by and see all the deals. Key Largo Marine Thrift Store, located at mile marker 102 Bayside, across from Pentacamp Park, Overseas Highway, Key Largo, Florida. Save money and have fun. The police often question him just because they find him interesting. His beard alone has experienced more than a lesser man's entire body. His blood smells like cologne. He is Michael Marinelli, the real estate con. Now, back to tight lines. (laughs) I love that spot. And you know, I, I don't often go to brew houses, but when I do, I go to Heartbreakers in Isla Mirada, Heartbreakers Brew House. And, hey, folks, that's where we are broadcasting. So, you know, uh, put that little Dos Equis uh, commercial in, and we're here. And, and I invite you to come when we do our shows. Uh, we, I, I do another show with my colleague Mark Mills. Uh, we talk about real estate. Again, I am Michael Marinelli, the real estate conk of American Caribbean Real Estate down here in Isla Mirada. And we do our, our real estate show down here Mondays, noon, keys time. And then right after that, we do this show. So I invite you to come on down. Heartbreakers is a really, really, really cool, um, how can I say, kind of imagine a Greenwich Village or San Francisco-style coffee house, but instead of coffee, they've got custom craft beers. So that's our location. You talk about a great spot for fishing and drinking and everything that's Florida Keys. This is where you need to be. So come see our friends here at Heartbreakers Brewhouse. So we were talking last segment uh, about the various fish that we go come after. And we're talking a little bit about my favorite fish to both catch and eat. And that's your grouper. Now, there's a lot of different types of grouper. You say grouper, uh, you're actually talking a variety of different grouper. You've got uh, blacks, you've got your gags, you've got your reds, and you even have your strawberry hinds, which are some that I've recently discovered eating uh, because I wasn't aware that the size limits and the season are different. So the reason they call them strawberry groupers is when you pull them up, they have all these little dots that look like a strawberry. So a uh, really tasty fish. I think now I've found my favorite grouper. They're, uh, they're a lot uh, sweeter than some of the other groupers. So how do you catch a grouper here in the Florida Keys? The number one thing is you got to get down to the bottom. Uh, grouper are grumpy fish. They're not big travelers. They will basically find a place that they like to live. They love structure, um, be it the Swiss cheese type of structure. With Swiss cheese means you're going from Hard bottom to soft bottom to hard bottom. It creates these little dimples and these little pockets that the grouper like to get in. They love rocky ledges, and they also love any type of shipwrecks, which we have a ton of them down here. And they like to hang out as a defensive move in these little corners, and that's what they do. So the key is to entice them when you're down on the bottom to come out of their hole. And the biggest thing when you are fighting a grouper, it's the first 10 seconds. We'll either make it or break it. They're going to, when they bite that Uh, hook and they realize they're hooked, their first natural instinct is to get into shelter. So if you can pull them out, the rest of the uh, the fight is going to be pretty good to bring out. But they're they're very finicky fish. They're also very smart fish. And as I mentioned, they don't really travel that much. They will find a home and stay there for about four or five months uh, at a time. And uh, that's kind of their spot. They don't go very far. 
So knowing where to fish is critical on there. Now, when I fish for grouper, I almost always will use a conventional reel. The reason being is they are heavy fish, and uh, those first couple minutes, it's important that you have the upper hand. And when you have a conventional reel, you're able to use the gunnel or the rail of your boat as kind of a liver. Uh, If you think of a seesaw, that's, uh, what is it, the fulcrum? I forget my, (laughs) I gotta go back to physics. Uh, But you use that kind of like a seesaw, so you're able to concentrate on really reeling them in. And a conventional reel just has that gusto and that meat to, especially if you've got a nice stout rod, you want to probably have a six and a half, seven foot rod if you can, but that's nice and stout that can really combat that fish. So as he bites, you're going to want to really bring him in. So as I mentioned, you want to get down to the bottom. So that's important to have a lot of weight. When I'm fishing for grouper, especially gags and, and reds in particular, I like to use about eight inches of, excuse me, inches, uh, eight ounces of lead and to get those down to the bottom. And probably about a three-foot to four-foot leader. And the key to that is when you get that weight to the bottom, keeping it on the bottom, which means you really want to rise and fall with the boat because what you don't want to do is disturb that bottom to freak out that fish. So it's kind of a technique that you're going to learn that as the boat is rocking up and down, you too want to rock up and down. You don't want to pull that weight off of the bottom. And then what will happen is... uh, of course, like any fishery, when you're fishing, live bait is best. Grouper candy are pilchards and pinfish and grunts. The, I find my best success is on pilchards. Uh, they, they, they love to go for them. Uh, again, pinfish and grunt, small grunt, make great baits as well. So if you've got them down, you've got that fish on the bottom, and you've got a little bit of leader, he's fishing, ar- he's swimming around, and he's distressed, and that's going to activate the natural uh, response from the grouper. It's almost like they can't stand it. They see it in front of their face. They've got to come. And one of the things when you hit that grouper bite, they don't nibble. They just hit it. They inhale it. Uh, Basically, if you look at a grouper, they have a huge mouth. They don't so much bite their prey as much as they swallow it whole. So when you have that hit, you've got to be ready for it. And you've got to strike really quickly because once they, again, as we mentioned, they're on that hook, they're going to they're going to go in those rocks, and they puff up. And what happens is when they puff up, it's, uh, you know, it's a waiting game to get them out. And it's also why you want really heavy-duty leader. Uh, when I fish for a grouper, I'm generally using 60-pound um, monofilament for my line, and I'm trying to use about 100, maybe 120-pound test for the leader because that leader being around those rocks is going to be pretty – there's going to be a lot of abrasion that comes on. And it's got to be something really uh, beefy to pull that fish out of there and also handle all the uh, sharp edges, be it the rocks or a shipwreck where you're at, because they love hanging out at the shipwrecks. So, again, you push them down there. You want to have that on the bottom and make sure that you are keeping it there. Now, if you're fishing for reds, though, sometimes, uh, or, or gags, they'll come up to the water column a bit. And one of the things I've been doing lately is trolling for grouper. Yes, I know. If you, <laughs> if you hear that, that's usually an anomaly, trolling for grouper. But if you can get your bait down, uh, especially using a downrigger, which is what I do, or, or you can use a planer, which uh, they refer to as a poor man's downrigger, the key is to getting it down low enough so you can entice that grouper to come out of his hole and come get your lure. 
I use kind of a magenta lure. It's by Rapala. It works really, really well. And uh, it, it's, it's got that kind of flash that will bring those fish out. Now, you're going to want to troll really slowly on there, really slowly. Do a zigzag motion if you can. And when we talk about slowly, I'm, I'm basically going three knots. Uh, or two. I mean, you're, you're basically going so slow almost to the point of if there's a current, you can just drift fish uh, or just keep it in idle and just move every little bit that you can. Uh, because, again, they're not, they're not the type of fish that go very far. You want to present that bait so it's there for a while, but at least you're moving. And we're finding more and more guides, more and more captains uh, are getting out there, and they are trolling for grouper, which you know, years ago, you never would do that, uh, but that's becoming more and more popular. Let me tell you, very, very successful, uh, especially for the gags and sometimes the reds, which when you bring them in and you fillet them and you get them, I don't care what you do fried, you do in butter, you do in oil, whatever way you want to do it, it's probably one of the best tasting fish out there that we have. In my opinion, some people will say it's a lionfish, not lionfish, but lionfish though is great to eat. That's another subject we're going to talk about soon but um your hogfish hogfish are absolutely delicious but my preference is grouper i find it a a little bit more flaky a little bit more beefy and just has a great flavor this is a fish that i tell people that don't like fish before you say don't like fish you gotta try it because it's so light it's so mild it's so tasty that i've had a lot of converts come over to liking fish and going, wow, this isn't the fishy fish I grew up with at North Walleye or whatever the heck it is that, you know, that you're catching elsewhere. Florida Keys fish generally are pretty mild, unless you're talking about the mackerel family that do have that strong flavor, which makes it great for smoking. And uh, in our next segment, we're going to talk about where you go catch mackerel because uh, mackerel are on the run right now. It's been a cold, uh, cold front that we had here, and it's brought the mackerel out tremendously. So stay tuned. We're going to talk a little bit more about the mackerel bite and a couple other things uh, here on Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show. store mile marker 102 bayside overseas highway key largo florida we carry new and used boating and fishing gear at reasonable prices key largo marine thrift we also have one-of-a-kind nautical decor and florida keys finds that's key largo marine thrift store mile marker 102 bayside overseas highway key largo florida give us a call at 305-282-2935 We will ship. Looking for rods, reels, tackle, dive gear, and so much more at Key Largo Marine Thrift Store. Come by and see all the deals. Key Largo Marine Thrift Store, located at mile marker 102 Bayside across from Pentacamp Park, Overseas Highway, Key Largo, Florida. Save money and have fun. Weird Trees, the only CBD specialist in the Florida Keys. Exclusive high-end brands at the best prices for CBD edibles, oils, topicals, vapes, and more. Products uniquely tailored for your needs. Come talk to the experts at Weird Trees, located at Mile Marker 81 in Isla Mirada. Like us on Facebook at Weird Trees to stay up to date on the newest CBD products. Or give us a call at 305-330-3420. Let us guide you on your path to a more balanced life. Hello, Radio A1A listeners. This is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate. 
Let me ask you, are you tired of the same old real estate agents doing the same old stuff the same old way? I provide a level of service that most agents can't, don't, or won't. Contact me to find your piece of paradise here in the Florida Keys or to assist you in finding a great agent nationwide. As part of the Christie's International Real Estate Network, I've got a team of agents that can take care of you no matter where you are. So no matter what your real estate needs are, with 22 years of service, contact me, Michael Marinelli, the real estate conk of American Caribbean Real Estate at 305-439-7730 or visit me at my award-winning Florida Keys Real Estate and Lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. I look forward to working with you soon. Bob Klein from Prime Lending here. Picture the possibilities. An open concept kitchen with all new appliances and cabinets. A bathroom with new tiles and fixtures. New flooring, new landscaping, new pool, and even a new roof. All realities. Turn your dream into your dream home with a renovation loan from Prime Lending. When you choose Prime Lending, you can count on getting the support you need every step of the way. Our process is simple. You have one application, one approval process, one closing, and one mortgage payment. Turn any home into your dream home. To learn more, contact me, Bob Klein, at 561-866-5566. Again, that's 561-866-5566. Robert Klein, MLS, 334486, all loans subject to credit approval, rates and fees subject to change. Prime Lending, Plains Capital Company, NMLS, 13649 is an equal housing lender. Hey folks, welcome back to Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show. I'm Michael Marinelli, your host from American Caribbean Real Estate. And I want to tell you what uh, one of the best places to fish right now for a particular type of fish. And we're talking about mackerel, in particular, Ciro mackerel and uh, Spanish mackerel. One of the best places, bar none, to fish for these type of fish is bamboo and sprigger banks. Yes, bamboo and sprigger banks. When you're fishing for mackerel, a lot of times you want to be by these banks, these shallow banks that are in the bay side here in Florida Bay, which is uh, on the opposite side of basically Isla Morada and Marathon. As you get past Marathon, it becomes the Gulf of Mexico. So you're still in the bay. And these banks are basically what you're looking at is staying just a little bit off the bank, uh, maybe about oh, an eighth to a quarter of a mile when you're looking at being about three feet to six feet of water. And when you, when you anchor up there, what we like to use is something shiny or uh, they tend to love whole ballyhoo. That's what I like to use. That's what I've had some great success. Some of my other friends like to use some of the other artificials. A lot of times I'll throw uh, either a spoon or if you go and get a gotcha bait. I've had real great success, and a lot of my friends have had success when you use a gotcha bait. A gotcha bait basically can range anywhere from about two inches to about four inches long. I like the shiny, uh, shiny silver one with the red head on there. They usually have treble hooks, and they make a nice swimming motion, especially if you're jigging it side to side. These guys can't wait to hit it. They like fast-moving baits. So one of the key things in, in our success is when we throw it out there, start retrieving fairly decently, not too fast, but not too slow, so that they can start chasing that bait down. And when they hit it, 
boy, you talk about a, a ferocious hit, that's where it is, and you keep re- reeling those guys in because they're going to try to spit that hook every time they can, and especially if you don't have wire on there, a lot of times they're going to bite it off. These are toothy, toothy critters. So Bamboo Bank and Sprigger Bank, uh, Bamboo Bank is about 10 miles off of Marathon. Sprigger, about, you got to go a little bit more, almost 15 miles uh, off of Marathon or uh, maybe about 17 miles from Isla Mirada, and uh, that's where you can really put a hurting on some mackerel. The ones that I like, funny enough, are Ciro mackerel. I find them a little bit lighter than the Spanish mackerel, but they both are fantastic for smoking. They make amazing smoked fish dip. Now, one thing to keep in mind is with any fish, always verify what's in season if you're going to keep it, unless you're doing all catch and release. And folks, when you are releasing those fish, uh, learn a little bit about the types of fish and what it takes to revive them if you can. Uh, you can't sometimes just throw them back and anticipate them to swim away. Some fish, especially like grouper and snapper, you kind of got to let the waters run through their gills and so that they get a little vitality back and you let them down so they can get past. But if you're keeping fish, make sure you've got an app on on your phone so that you can see what is legal at certain parts of the, of the year. If you go to the FWC website um, or a variety of different websites, you can get that type of information out there so that you know what's in season and what isn't and how long it has to be. Um, the Spanish mackerel does have a season and size, so it's important to know that. But one of the one of the most fun fish, I think, to catch, and as I mentioned, it's kind of a little bit of oily flavor, but makes great, great use of smoking because that oil is able to keep that meat moist while you're smoking it. When you use things like grouper or snapper, there's not enough oil in them to keep it without drying out and becoming too flaky, which uh, if you're trying to to do something with it, whether it be staking or as uh, fish dip, doesn't hang out so well. So bamboo banks, sprigger banks, look them up in your GPS, and I'm going to put their coordinates out there. And speaking of coordinates, that's one of the things people always are questioning about. How can I find out where to fish? So go to my website. Real Estate and Lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com, and you will see a tab there that shows probably about 300 different waypoints and recs, so you can drop your line and get things going. One thing uh, that I'm going to mention before we wrap up is a brand new property that if you want to fish down here in the Florida Keys and you want to buy a home that's easy to get into, it is going to be going on the market for $405,000. It's a three-bedroom, two-bath, totally updated. So if you'd like more information, just give me a call at 305-439-7730. Hey, folks, I wanted to give another shout-out to our sponsors, the folks that help make this show happen. Key Largo Marine Thrift, directly across from John Penny Camp Park, your source for marine equipment, boating equipment, snorkel equipment, scuba equipment, everything you need to get out on the water. And my friend, Robert Klein from Prime Mortgage. Man, if you are trying to finance a new purchase or even refinance your home, give Robert a call. Man, he will hook you up. But, folks, I really uh, am appreciative that you joined us for another edition of Tight Lines, the Florida Keys Fishing Show. And I wish you great fishing and tropical vibes. Here I am in the south and bright, up to my waist, just wasting time. I done drown my bait, I ain't got no more. Well, you probably wonder why don't you just head on back to shore I'm fishing on credit, living on love or Just trying to catch a break, cause I ain't catching much Casting my demons away, 
with his naked hook, fishing on credit, living on love. No tug on my line, no bend in my pole, but I'm floating a six pack. Still a little bit cold. I should have gone back to work. Probably by this time. But the boss is a jerk. A bigger jerk than the one on the end of this line. Fishing on credit. Living on love. Just trying to catch a break. Cause I ain't catching much. Casting my demons away. With this naked hook. Yeah, I'm fishing on credit for living on. 